So Tad of Zion, the last we were discussing the women who are asur to their husband, and we also learned, uh, according to Avsheshat, that if a sota has witnesses that she was Tameh, even if they're far away, then the water won't work on her because she's Tameh. And we asked a whole bunch of questions on that. We brought a breta that helps him, but not from his reason, from a different reason, from the way they break down the pasuk. And with that, we're going to start Zayin Amud Aleph, the second line in by the Mishnah. And the Mishnah starts, Kesad How does he check to see if she was actually Mezanam Lebet Din He takes her to the Bet Din, wherever city they're in. They send them two Tamid Hachamim to make sure they themselves don't get into seclusion. Maybe they're with each other on the way, and at the end of the day, there was a Kinu, there was a Stira, they're not allowed to be together anymore. So it, otherwise, it would be Yehud, and otherwise, if they were together, the water wouldn't work. And we trust the husband not to be with her. So now the Gemara has to understand. It sounds like you need two Tamid uh, Hachamim plus the husband. That's already three people. And the idea is just in case someone has to go to the bathroom, there's two people there. Okay, fine. So there's three. It sounds like it helps. When did we say a woman is allowed to be mitihid with two men? That's in the city of Al Baderech. But on the way, you need three. Why? One of them might need to use the restroom. And one of them is going to be with the Irva. They're going to be in seclusion with uh, with this woman. And therefore, you need three people there. So if one goes to the bathroom, the other two are there. The Gemara says, no, that, that's not, uh, the Amishnah is not helping Rav. The reason here is, there should be witnesses that he wasn't with her on the way, or if he was with her, there should be witnesses. So it sounds like Tamid Hachamim Kule It sounds like Dafka Tamid Hachamim, not the regular people. Maybe it helps another thing Rav said. It's only if they were Kasher, then uh, then uh, women's allowed But if they're immodest people, even if it's 10 people, the woman should not secure herself with them. And and there was a case where uh, 10 people took out a woman in a coffin. They said that she was dead and they were going to bury her. And the real idea was she was alive and uh, they were uh, and they were planning to do an avira with her. And it sounds like this helps. The Gemara says, no, that's not the reason. The reason you need they know how to give warnings. So they know what's mutar, what's asur, and they know when to give a warning and when not to, to have her drink the water, etc. Rabbi Uda says her husband's belief to say he wasn't with her. And therefore, we don't have to send them with uh, messengers. What's the reason? Why? And Nida is karet. Our husband is believed not to be with her. Meaning, if he said I wasn't with my wife, we believe him. Sota shehibe love, which is it's a more lenient isur. Lo koshken, all the more so that we should believe him. Verabanan will tell you he had no tenet. That's the reason. Nida be karet. Since it's karet, hamira leo meheman. It's stringent. The person is careful, and we believe him not, that he wasn't with her. So it's just a love. Therefore, it's not so strict to him, and therefore we don't believe him.
ואומר, something that is stolen, water that is stolen is sweeter, meaning maybe it's better for him to do Be'isur than to be with her Be'eter, and therefore we shouldn't believe the husband. And the Breta continues, Rabbi Yudah Omer, Min HaTorah, Ha'ish Mevi Et Ishto LaKohen, from the Torah, the husband brings the wife by himself to the Kohen, Shemar Vehevi Ha'ish Et Ishto, and he learns it from a pasuk and not from a kalva homer. So the Gemara explains: Amar dehu kalva homer beresha. First, he brought up a kalva homer. Uparchuan they and they knocked it out. Vadar amar dehu kara. Then he brought them a pasuk and leave me alone. You can't argue. The Gemara says: Biuda ha'inu tanakama. Isn't Biuda tanakama the same halachot that really you learn from a pasuk that the husband brings his wife? You don't need witnesses. So the Gemara explains, there is uh, there is uh, the difference between them. That according to Tanakama, they added that Hachamim said the Midrabanan you need two witnesses, and Rebuda says, I don't hold of this whole Takana. You need two witnesses to go with him. You need two rabbis to go with him. Next Mishnah, they would take her at that point to the big Beitin of seventy-one rabbis in Shalim. and they warn her. Like they, uh, like they warn the witnesses when it comes to a life and death case. He tells her, Biti, my daughter. Wine does a lot. It causes avirot. You know, when you joke around, it does a lot. Childish things causes a lot of bad things. A lot of times, it's not your fault. It's the bad neighbors. Listen, if you you did if you did something bad, just let me know. So this way, you know, you know, at least for for Hashem's name that's written that should not be erased. And he tells her things that really no one else should hear, meaning he tells her stories of tzaddikim who admitted to their averot to try to get her to admit. They tell to her in front of her family, we want her to admit. If she says, she, at that point, she rips apart her ketubah, her husband gives her a get, and that's the end of the story. If she says, I'm still tahor, they take her to the eastern gate, which is on the entrance to Harabite, and from there to Shani Kanor, which is the door to the Azara. Over there they give word to the Sotot, and the woman who gave birth, that's where they do the Tahara. 
And there's a reason for that, the Gemara will explain. Um, over there, the Mitzorayim become pure, Vechohen Ochez Brigadea, and the Kohen uh, grabs onto her clothing by the opening where the neck is. And Imni if it rips, it rips, and if there's a lot of rips, there's a lot of rips, um, it doesn't make a difference. Until he uh, uncovers her chest. And then he uncovers her hair, uh, any braids that she has that she has to unbraid. If she had a nice chest, she would not uh, show it off, she would not uncover it. If she had nice hair, he would not uncover it. We don't want uh, the, the Kohanim over there to start with her. She was wearing white clothing. Then you let her wear black clothing. She was wearing gold jewelry. Or necklaces. Or nose rings. rings. We take everything off to make her look uh, ugly. Again, the idea is to get her to admit. Then they bring uh, an Egyptian rope, something uh, made of uh, the scruff that grows around the palm tree. And they tie it around her uh, her her chest, right above where her breast is. Anyone who wants to see how a sota gets embarrassed, comes and see. Except for her slaves and her maidservants. Because she's very brazen in front of them. She would never admit in front of uh, uh, her slaves and maidservants. But if it was other people coming to watch, maybe she would. And all women are allowed to see her at that point. When other women see the sota, they'll be careful and they won't do what this woman did. And the Gemara starts. Number one, they would bring her to the Beit Yin Agadol Yerushalayim. How do we know that? How do we know that you need 71 Dayanim for something like that? Why can't we just use the 23 person Beit Yin that was in Yerushalayim? Why do you take her to the Beit HaMikdash? So, Amar Bichiyah, Bar Gamda, Amar Biyosi, Bar Bichanina, Atya Torah, Torah. Yev Gzah Shavah, Torah, Torah, Ketifah, over here it says, By Sotah, Ve'asa, La HaKohen, Et Kol HaTorah. Uchtivatam, By Zaken Mamreh, Zaken, Elder Rabbi, who's arguing on other rabbis, and they give him warning once, twice, listen, the halakha is as follows, stop arguing on everyone else, and he continues, and they take him to Betin, and if they have to, they end up killing him. Over there it says, based on the Torah that we that you recommended, the same way, but the Zakin Mamre, you need 71 rabbis, Afkan, same thing by the Sota, you need 71. Um, I mean, Alia, and again, they warn her and they try to scare her to admit, or mean who? We have a bright that, that contradicts. It says, The same way we warn her not to drink, meaning we try to get her to admit, we also try to, we push her, we warn her to drink. They tell her, my daughter in Baru, they tell her, if you're uh, if you're one hundred percent sure that you're tahor, I'm the alborich, then uh, put your money where your mouth is and drink the ushdi. Uh, stand by your word, drink the water. The fish and ma'im hamarim domin el lesami aveshem munach al basar hai. The ma'im hamarim is like a dry powder, a dry uh, a dry medicine that you put on uh, on raw skin. If, it, if it's open, then it goes into the body and shamaka. If there's no wound, and it doesn't help. Same thing, if you're pure, you're pure. If you're not, you're not. 
So here we're pushing her to drink, and the Mishnah we're trying to push her not to drink. So the Gemara explains, Laka Shehakan, Kodem Shim Haka Megillah, Hakan Hashim Haka Megillah. It depends if it's before or after they erased the whole Megillat Sota with Hashem, Hashem, Hashem over there. So if the cup is not ready yet, then she can back out. We're still warning her to admit and get out. But if she, uh, if she, if the water has been uh, been made, the name has been erased, everything is prepared. Then we tell her, put your money where your mouth is and drink. Ve'omer lefanan, he tells her things that uh, no one is supposed to hear. Tanura banan. He tells her stories uh, that, that happened in, in the Ketubim, the, the Torah, and the Nevi'im. Kegon, Asher Hachamim Megidu Ve'lochi Hadu Me'avotam. It says that Hachamim, they admitted to their Averot and they didn't uh, hide it. Yehuda uh, Hoda, the whole Tamar, Yehuda Tamar thing, Ve'loboshin, he wasn't uh, embarrassed to admit of what happened to him. Nachal Haya Olam Abba, he got Olam Abba. Reuven Hoda, Whatever happened, Bilha, he moved the bed. Vilobosh, and he didn't, uh, he didn't, uh, he wasn't embarrassed to admit. Umayas, of what happened? Nahal Hayalam, I got all of Abba. Umasecharan. The Brahita asks, what's their sacha, what's their reward? And the Gemara stops a second. What do you mean, Mascharan? Can they come in? And we said that they get all of Abba. No, no, no. So the, the Brahita finishes off. Ela, Masecharan, Ba'alam, as what was their sacha in this world? Ah, lahem levadam nitena haaretz, velo avarzar betocham. The reward was that they received their parts first. Yehuda became king. Reuven got his part of it. Then he got his uh, his part first before everyone else. That was their reward. So Bishlama Yehuda Shkehan Deoda. We get Yehuda admitted. We see in the pasuk Yichtiv Vayaker Yehuda Vayometz Adekami Meni. Yehuda saw her and he said, "You're right. She Adavera." So we got Yehuda. However, Reuven and how do we know that Reuven admitted that about the whole Maaseh Bilha? And then it says Reuven should live, not die. And then it says this for Yehuda. Why is it all next to each other? All those years that Israel were in the desert. Uh, Yehuda's bones were rolling around in the in in the box in the coffin. Moshe prayed for him. Who caused Reuven to admit that whole story with Bilhar? Yehuda, because Yehuda admitted to uh, to what happened with Tamar. Vezot Yehuda, and you see this is what you're doing to Yehuda. Miyat Shema Hashem called Yehuda. Right away, Hashem listened to Moshe's tefillah on Yehuda, and all all shafa, and all of the bones came back together. But still, they didn't let Yehuda go into the yeshiva Shelmala in the in the in the Shemaim. There's a yeshiva. They didn't let Yehuda in, and so Moshe said, "Ve'el amot and bring him to his nation. Bring him, bring him to the yeshiva. Ve'lo hava kayadalim mishkal mitrach bishmata ba'derabanan." However, Yehuda couldn't learn with the hachamim. He couldn't talk the Torah. So Moshe again he told, said, "Yada v'ravlo, his head should be strong, and he should be able to learn there." But again, everything he was discussing wasn't going up halakha al-maseh. 
until Moshe said, "Ve'ezer mitzaraf diye." He should have help from his pain, and he was able to get into. Uh, into he was able to get halacha uh, ma'aseh. So you see that Reuven admitted because of Yehuda. So now Mishnah Yehuda de Ode, I get Yehuda admitted ki echid elot tisaref tamar so tamar doesn't get burnt. So I, it makes sense. Reuven lamad Ode. Why did Reuven admit? Rav Sheshat said, if someone admits his sins, that's that's disrespectful, that's disgraceful, meaning you're showing that you're not embarrassed by it. So Ruven, again, the reason Ruven admitted is, so this way his brothers are not suspecting of moving the bed, rather that it's me, not them. Now, we learned in the Mishnah, if the woman said that she's tamed, they rip up the ketubah, Shabbat uh, Mina, what do you understand? Kodvin Shobar, that we write up a receipt. This is a machloket in Masichet Bavavatra. If a borrower wants to pay back, but he's saying, I'm not paying back the money until you rip up the contract, the receipt's not good enough for me. From Agmar, it sounds like that writing up a contract is good enough, not like Rabbi Uda over there who said, no, the, the guy has the right, and you have to rip up the contract. Rabbi Uda just uh, thinks that uh, maybe the guy has a point that I can't hold on to this contract all my life. Maybe uh, maybe a, my, a mouse uh, rips it. Uh, maybe a kid uh, rips it. Something will happen. It'll get lost. So the guy has the right to say rip up the, the original contract. And so it sounds like from our Mishnah that uh, you write him a receipt is good enough. And Amar Abayet, there's no proof that our Mishnah holds like Rabbi Yossi who says that uh, writing contract is good enough. Because teni mekarat, you could just say over here instead of uh, uh, g- give him uh, the, sh- the ketubah, he just rips it up. Amar de Rabba, said yeva, but veha shoberet katan. It says shoberet, which sounds like uh, it sounds like you give a shobar a receipt and not uh, rip it. Ela maraba b'makom she'en kotubin ketuba askina. No, that mishnah is different. Oh, that mishnah is talking about a place where they don't write ketubot, and in a place where there's no ketubot, then yes, even according to Yehuda, you have to write a receipt. Next, we learned in the mishnah ve'im amra tehorani ma'alin otal leshare mizrach. She said I'm tahor. Then they bring her to the eastern gate. Now the gemara right away asks ma'alin otal means you you bring her up. Wait a second. The whole time, Hatam Kaima, she's in the Beit Hamikdash. Remember, they brought her to the Lishkat Gazit. That's where the Betin with seventy-one rabbis is, and that's already on Harabait. Half of it was actually in the Azara. So the one explains, yeah, you're right. We take her out of there. We bring her down. We bring her up. We want to make her tired, so this way she could admit. Uh, witnesses who come to testify that uh, this person killed that person or that person's Hayav Mita, they used to drive them crazy. They would bring him up and down from this place to that place. Why? So they could, uh, you know, maybe admit or, or retract their statement or, or and, and if they're, they're really lying, they say it's not worth it and they'll just uh, admit. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.